0: Welcome to the podcast for WGTS 91.9's Gateway Fellowship, a weekly service for anyone of any faith who is seeking hope. You can learn more and find more messages like this by visiting mygatewayfellowship.com or on iTunes. Now here's today's message. There's a text that we're going to look at, and it is in Isaiah chapter 40, verses 27 to 31. That's Isaiah chapter 40, verses 27 to 31. I think we'll have it on the screen, and after we read it on the screen, I wanna read it to you in the message. So let's read it all together. Ready? Why do you say, O Jacob, and complain, O Israel. My way is hidden from the Lord. My cause by my God. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is an everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired and weary, and with understanding, no one can battle. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on the wings of the eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Let's say that last verse one more time. But those who hope in the Lord Will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And the message just says, Why would you ever complain, O Jacob, or whine, Israel, saying, God has lost track of me? He doesn't care what happens to me. Don't you know anything? Haven't you been listening? God doesn't come and go, God lasts. Haven't you been listening? God doesn't come and go, God lasts. He's creator of all you can see or imagine. He doesn't get tired out, doesn't pause to catch his breath, and he knows everything inside and out. He energizes those who get tired, gives fresh strength to dropouts. For even young people tire and drop out. Young folk in their prime stumble and fall. But those who wait upon God get fresh strength. They spread their wings and soar like eagles. They run and don't get tired. They walk and don't lag behind. But those who wait upon God get fresh strength. They spread their wings and soar like eagles. They run and they don't get tired. They walk and don't lag behind. I want you to say with me, repeat after me, I am meant to soar. I am meant to soar. And I say it like you mean it. I am meant to soar. I am meant to soar. Are you really? Yes. Amen. Well, tonight what we're going to do is just going to examine a couple of things. You know, (laughs) How many of you are in here are tired? How many of you in here are weary? How many of you in here really need God's strength at this moment in time? Do you realize how accessible His strength is to you? Do you realize how accessible He is to you? It's funny that the text says that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength or they that hope upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. I'll tell you, there have been times in my life where I have lost hope. There have been times in my life where I didn't wait on God. And a lot of times the reason why I lost hope was because I didn't wait. Is it that Sometimes in the waiting, you get tired. Is it sometimes in the waiting, you grow weary? Is it sometimes in the waiting, you lose strength? Do you realize that it is in the waiting that you gain what you believe you lose? I think the problem is, is that sometimes we have, no, oftentimes we have to-do lists, We got bills to pay. We got homework. We got jobs to go to. We're in relationships, be it married or not. We got stuff we got to get done. And sometimes, instead of starting out saying, Lord, help me, we just say, help me. (laughs) And we just roll on out like, well, you you know, I got to make this happen. Whenever you start off with the word I, where does God fit in that? The times that that, uh, I have said, well, you know, I got to get this done, um, were the times where my strength failed me. And I'll be honest with you, I wasn't just tired and weary. I was ticked off because I felt like God had left me. I felt like I was out there on my own doing this thing my way. Feeling like God wasn't trying to help me out. There's one thing that you need to know. Even when you go out on your own, God never leaves you. Because just think, if he actually left you when you went out on your own, you would not return. How many times in your life have you gone out on your own and you've come back and you've gone out and you've come back? and you've gone out, and you've come back, and you've gone out, and you've come back. I can repeat that for the rest of the time that I'm speaking. And the thing of it is, in the going out and coming back, after a while, you start to believe in the going out and the coming back, and the going out and the coming back. And because you start believing in what you are doing and then coming back, you end up missing God when you go and God when you return. And in between, you miss him. It's almost as if, because he's not here, physically, he's not here. It's almost as if, you know, because of what you see and what you face, like when we look at people, we see situations. Christ died for sinners. The problem with us is, is that we still look at each other like if James stepped on my toe. Every time I saw James, I think of my toe. Are you catching me? So I'm not thinking of James anymore. I'm thinking of my toe. And how mad he made me when he stepped on my I don't care if he said, excuse me. And catch this. Because I wasn't prepared because I kept going out and coming back and going out and coming in. I wasn't prepared to give him what he needed when he was honestly coming at me with a pure heart saying he was sorry. Because, see and going out and coming back, I'm telling you, we do grow weary. And we do faint. And our strength fades. Some of us are physically strong, but not emotionally strong. Some of us are emotionally strong, but not physically strong. Some of us are mentally strong, but neither are we emotional or physically strong. Most of us are not spiritually strong. Not because we don't want to be, but because sometimes I think we're afraid to be. When I said to you, repeat after me, I am meant to soar, do you realize when you said that, that means that there's nothing outside of you that you need to gain in order for you to soar? Because everything in you, he put in you. Now, See, that's for me. I'm going to run on that there. Because you're all just sitting there. Listen, I'm telling you, everything that he put in you is in there on purpose. You don't need to be, you know, it. I used to be that guy who'd come up here, hey, how's everybody doing, you know, and, and you'd be all, ba- and you get bashful and stuff, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think what it is, is that we need to understand what we are made, how we are made, and what we are made to do. We are made for the purpose of God, to give him honor and glory. Sometimes, not sometimes, I want to tell you this. Have you, have you ever thought about a child, a little baby? You know, and you're just a cute little kid. And at that moment in time, you're going out and you're coming in doesn't matter to you. It's that child. And when you see the child, you see the child in its purest form. Nothing has happened to the child. There's a love that comes out of you that you thought you didn't have, but you do have it. You ever watched a movie and there's a moment that comes, some sentimental moment or something that happens, you're like, oh, or like, you know, fellas are like, yeah, that's all right. You know, But the bottom line is, is that there's, there's something that you actually step into. There's a place that you step into where love and peace and rest and joy and all that you need is there. But then life happens. And because life happens, now I got to make it happen. The choice is yours. You can either continue to sing, hear the word, even pray, attend worship services or concerts or whatever events, and then go back and still go out and come in, and go out and come in. God is not a God who actually asks you to come to a place for a fill-up. He fills you up every day. And since he fills you up every day, are you willing to use what he's already given you? Like, honestly willing to use it. I'm not talking about talents. I'm talking about are you willing to show up, the you he's created you to be. No apologies, no holding back. The issue is, is when you have those who don't like what you do, a lot of it has nothing to do with you, it just has everything to do with what you are doing, and they are not. It's almost as if you ever, there was a relationship that I was in one time, and this young lady went off, talking about you selfish, you this, you that. I mean, we're, we're sitting in the place eating, and I'm just grubbing. And all of a sudden, they, you know, had a great conversation. And she's like, you know, you're so selfish, and you're so self-centered. And I was like, whoa, whoa, pass this off. And I'm just listening to all this, right, because I'm like, I'm not sure where it's coming from. And then a few minutes later, she said, I have to apologize to you because that's me, not you. many of us after we were have, have as we grow up somewhere and i was thinking about this as i was preparing for this is the texas says train up a child in the way he should go when he is old he will not depart from it how do train how are you trained was well, somewhere in your training we took you off the love <laughs> i'm sorry i just thought of people all over the world Sean, sorry, that's just me. But the bottom line is, did somebody take you off of the somebody take you off of the track of love and put you on their track? And because you were put on their track, you believe that's the track you were supposed to stay on? Because nobody told you there was a better track for you, which was yours. See, we come and we hope to get to gain something from God. God is really needing us to understand you got him. So just come and celebrate him. When you go to work, celebrate him. If you don't have a job, celebrate him. If you don't feel well, celebrate him. If you've lost someone, celebrate him. If you've lost everything, he is your everything. Celebrate him. So a friend of mine who called me last night, and uh, um, there was a relationship that they were in, and it just ended. And the person was really hurt and crying and everything. And as I was waiting, or not waiting, but as I was listening, um, the Lord said, thank me. So I said, I will do, not a problem. So I said, you know, in the midst of her hurt and the pain that you're going through, thank you, Jesus. Although at this particular time you don't understand why this has happened the way it has, thank you, Jesus. Although at this point in time you feel like you're at your lowest, thank you, Jesus. And it was interesting. She was crying and she was really lamenting over what was going on. But then as I started saying, thank you, Jesus, she didn't cry as much because her concentration changed. Because she started thanking Jesus. And instead of her feeling bad for the loss, she thanked God through it all. Hmm. Hmm. But those that hope in the Lord. Is it that you hope in the Lord, but you don't necessarily want to go through what you have to go through? Is that really it? Be honest. with There's some things I didn't want to go through. There's some things I'm going through now I don't want to go through. But now I understand that it's not about what I go through. It's about who's with me as I go through. So I just want to live in peace, man. So do you honestly believe that you are meant to soar? Honestly. Remember, just a little while ago now, and I'm not trying to... I'm only saying this because I want you to be aware of what you say. A lot of times, because things are really, you know, we're real hyped and the music is good and the emotions are high... You could almost say anything. I got a flat top. got a flat top? I mean, you were almost, if you're not careful, you're not listening, you would just say it. I believe that you are meant to soar and I believe you meant what you said. Now my question is, what are you going to do about it? Seriously, what are you going to do about it? Because when you came in here, there were things that were on your mind. You came in here, there were things that were on your heart. When you came in here, You had some worries. You had some doubts. You had some fears. You had some hang-ups. You had some challenges. You may have lost someone. You may be in the process of losing someone. You may not feel your best. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. It's almost as if God ignores your pain and tells you that all you need to do is work. Just concentrate on me. Lord, I am really down and out. Your hope is found in me, Timothy. Yeah, but you know, I mean, you know how people are. Your hope is found in me, Timothy. Yeah, but you know, I mean, man, I was in there and I was trying to, you know, I was trying to say something. I said it wrong. Somebody laughed at me. Your hope is found in me. He never wastes time on the frivolous stuff. You realize, everybody realize that God is love, right? So if you realize that God is love, then no matter what you go through, love shows up. That must have been for me too. I'm telling you, wherever you go and whatever happens, love shows up. If God says he'll never leave you nor forsake you, and you believe that, why is it? that love is the one thing at times we try to avoid. It is when you are at your worst when love needs to show up. You know, when a person, when, when you have a relationship with somebody, yeah, let's get real. So we got this relationship, you know. So I remember there was this young lady I was real interested in. My wife knows about this. so don't think I'm just sitting here talking because like she, she's not here. Pray for her because she's not feeling well. Uh, you know, I was, at, I was on a date This young lady, man, you know, I thought I was just, you know, she was just the one. And let me tell you, the reason why I thought she was the one, because I was tired. No, I'm being honest. I'm going to be very honest with you. Sometimes we go for some people, though the Lord says not to, because we're tired. So I'm in there, and she's sharing her heart with me. First date. She said something to me about her ex-boyfriend and how her ex-boyfriend was dating her sister and moved in with her sister and stuff, and she starts to wail. This is the only thing that the Holy Spirit said to me. Run. <laughs> Let me tell you what I said to the Holy Spirit. Oh, we can, we can work it out. We can work it out. We'll just, we'll, I'll just pray about it. How many of us Honestly, if you're honest with yourself, how many of you have gotten so tired and weary that you just stopped listening to God? Where you've lost, you've seriously lost hope. Like, honestly. It's time for you to, it's time for you to realize that it is not about what you go through. You are meant to soar. You are meant to soar. Don't let your circumstances or what you think you got going on or because you have done it for so long, you think that is your truth. That's not your truth unless you want it to be. Honestly, that means you have to hear it long enough or you have to say it or think it long enough to you, for you to believe it. When Christ talks about he doesn't really talk about himself, but when he does, there's nothing in him that you can second guess. He says, I am that I am. Any questions? There's no guesswork with God. In every situation you go through, there's always guesswork. But because we have gotten so smart, we've decided to chair our own thought meeting. Like, honestly, we have sat, you know, and I did this in a worship one time. Somebody thought I was crazy. I said, here's the thing, and it only takes a maybe a second or two. You are in a... Imagine a conference room. Worry, doubt, fear pick, pick, pick your poison. They sit around a table. And when something happens, you come in and you sit down with them. That's what I mean by going out and coming back. And going out and coming back and not stopping and saying, Lord, help me. Because once you say, Lord, help me, then you are not chairing the meeting anymore. God is. And everybody else around the table, all of a sudden, all the chairs empty, and you have peace it's just that's it it's that simple. Yes, it is that simple. Let me try this one more time. It is that simple, seriously. you know whenever i whenever I get the chance to speak, I only want one thing to happen, and that's somebody to be set free. You know, I lived, I look, I grew up in church, I read, I prayed, I've sang, I played drums, I speak, I've done all these things, but for a long time I didn't really believe in God. So I'm gonna keep it real. I believed in singing. I believed in speaking. But my life was not an actual example of God. So I'm I'm just going to keep it real. When I finally understood that I did not believe God the way I should, that's when I got it. This was my track, but I decided because of all types of stuff, the line, the list is long. I stuck with that track because somebody put me on it and I never took myself off of it. God never called us to walk somebody else's walk. Find it in the Word, and when you do, I'm done with God. Because you're not going to find it. Find it in there where He says, I need, you know, so I need you to walk in Vanessa's shoes because that's what I've called to, to, for you to do, thus saith the Lord. It's not, it's not in the word. The word says for you to walk with him. The word says for you to depend on him. We depend on each other. We do. How often do you get excited to go, pick your artist, pick the preacher. How often are you excited because that person's coming? Is it because God Is there or is it because, oh, man, I can't wait to hear Chris Tomlin. Let's be honest with ourselves. We know the songs. We hear the word, but are we doers of it? Seriously. The only reason I'm not trying to, I'm I'm not sugarcoating it at all because we don't have time to waste. Because you have already gone down a road that you know is not good for you. I know I have. I'm going to tell you, I'm sta- I can sit down, quite honestly, and still talk to you because, quite honestly, it's not about me. Anybody could be up there. Seriously. You can hear my voice and not worry about looking at me. The goal is, is once you actually hear my voice, I hope you hear something that God is trying to say to you. That's it. That's really it. Because at the end of the day, if you don't hear him, you have missed the point. God is trying to get somebody's attention tonight. It's not about where you are in life. It is about he wants you to turn your eyes upon him. That's it. You want a soar? You got to go with God. You want strength? You have to go with God. If you're weary, and you're tired, and you're worn out, you have to go with God. But I don't have enough money. That's not what he said. He's not, we we have a lot of idols, bless you. We have a lot of idols in our lives, so let's just keep it real. Most of us work because we gotta make ends meet, right? So what if I tell you that God is the one who makes the ends meet? But we have uh, decided that money is the one. Money makes the world go round, and that is true. But it says in Romans, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Also says in Romans that the wages of sin is death. And a lot of us, because money and all these other things are so important to us, we are on our way to hell. I'm just going to keep it real. Christ is trying to get our attention. He doesn't say anything to scare you. He says everything to encourage you. He says, they that hope in the Lord shall renew their strength. And that's what you want. Right? That's where it is. That's where it is. At the end of the day, it's about being with him, not about going to heaven, because many of us can go to heaven, but we don't like the folk who's going with us. I'm serious. I'm serious. One day, I'm a, there's a sermon. Remember this title. The title is called Friends, How Many of Us Have Them? Remember that title. Yeah, yeah, because I understand now, everybody is not your friend even those who you think are close to you. But we're going to move on. The bottom line is, it is Jesus. It is Jesus. Do you want to be in his presence? The song that we just sang, sang I'm overwhelmed, I delight myself in you. Is that true? Because if you do, you couldn't sit down. Some of you, because I know that you got something going on that has been rough and that the Lord has brought you through, you should be running around this place. And I'm good with that because I'll join you. I'm so serious. We have got to celebrate God. We celebrate a lot of other stuff. And we got our minds on a lot of other stuff. But Jesus is everything. Everything. Your hope is found in him. So let me ask you one more time. Repeat after me. Actually stand. Stand. And repeat after me. I am meant to soar. I am meant to soar. One more time. I am meant to soar. I am to soar. Now I don't normally do this, but I want to do it today. I know there's at least one person in here. that needs a fresh strength from the Lord. At least one. I'm going to ask you to come on down, whoever it is, because I don't know who it is, but I know He knows. You need fresh strength from God right now. I need you to come down. And please understand, I ain't knocking anybody who stays. It's all about this. When you move, God moves in you. When you stay, God stays with you. So don't get it twisted. There's still something in you that you still got to work through, and that's all right. But I'm just telling you, God wants you because he's given you what you need. He has. You You got it in you. 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 You were wondering if you did. But you do. You've always had it in you. Always. There's never been a time that you didn't have it in you. Just lies dormant sometimes because we concentrate on stuff we don't need to concentrate on. I'm only going to pray for one thing. That God strengthens you. That's it. Because we need his strength. I've been tired for many, many years. I'm not tired anymore. I'm excited. Whatever it is that you've always wanted for you, He has answered that prayer. All right? This is not a game. This is not a game. I'm like, look, I am not no televangelist. I don't make any, and even if I did make all that type of money, it doesn't matter. It's about him. Because at the end of the day, man, shoot, you can gain the whole world and still lose your soul. It's the truth. Open your heart to what he's trying to get through to you. So that you can truly live that's really it so that you can truly live let's bow our heads lord thank you for your strength fresh strength that you give every single day there's not a time that when we've called you haven't answered so forgive us lord for going out and coming in and going out and coming in not realizing lord that you've been with us the whole time For those who are here, you know what they stand in need of. Touch their lives right now. I thank you for manifesting who you are in your name, Jesus. For those who are still remaining in their seats, Lord, you know what they need and you will supply it. Keep them because you're the only one who can. Thank you, Lord that we are meant to soar in you. In your holy name, amen. Wherever life's journey is taking you, we hope you can find a home at Gateway Fellowship. We'd love it if you came to visit sometime. We meet each Saturday afternoon at 5 at the Mrs. John Hopkins Memorial Chapel at Tacoma Academy in Tacoma Park, Maryland. You can learn more and get directions by visiting mygatewayfellowship.com.